Hey everyone, this episode of An Eternity of Basketball is part of the Globally Ballin Podcast Network, a subsidiary of the Globally Ballin Media Network. For this show and other shows like it, such as the Globally Ballin Podcast, as well as projects like it, such as original articles and video work, visit globallyballin.com now. If you like this show, be sure to subscribe to it, as well as give it a five-star rating and a review. We appreciate it. Now, to the show. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Let's go situation here. How about they dig it? Going up against another team. Jeffy Moore has That's an eternity of basketball ahead of us. Welcome once again, ladies and gentlemen. This is an eternity of basketball. Another edition of our show will start episode 74 in just a bit but we'd like to remind you we are part of the globally balling network another show on the network is who the heck are we they have episode 40 with josh toralba so catch them here on the globally balling network and then there's hang time with denise dinsai in the world of volleyball the most recent episode with manila santos nang catch that episode as well on the globally balling network Global Inbally Network, of course, has a lot of original articles, audio and video projects. Catch them on YouTube. Of course, we're there. Hang time, who the heck are we and all of that. And our shows on AOB will all be, well, at least episodes 1 to 60 starting tomorrow, will be on the Globally Ballin YouTube channel exclusively. So you can't watch that on FB anymore. So please subscribe to our YouTube channel. You can catch us on the go on Spotify, anywhere, anytime. Listen to us on Spotify. And of course, this is the link that you need to get to all of that. Linktree uh, slash Globally Ballin'. You need that. That's essential nowadays. But here we are. Let's get this show started on AEOB episode 74. And we've had a lot of firsts here on an eternity of basketball. But now this is quite a milestone para sa aming show dito sa AEOB. Sabagat it is International Women's Month. And before the month ends, we have with us our first Lady guest in 74 episodes. Ngayon lang, meron na tayong uh, lady as our guest. And she was a trailblazer, of course, in the world of basketball, the PBA in particular. Because back then, she was the first lady team owner, the first lady team manager. She was sitting on the bench. She was very visible during the TV coverages. And of course, people were watching her every move. You know, Because, you know, it was very rare to have someone uh, a lady on the sidelines during that time. We have with us the privilege, of course, of uh, having Senator Nikki Coseteng with us Aronaito. Welcome to the show, ma'am. I'm Charlie Kuna, of course. You have Jay Mercado. Sid Ventura was with us, but he's missing right now, so he's going to try to reconnect. But we have to start this show already, ma'am. Thank you for uh, for uh, accepting our invitation. Hi, Charlie, Jay, and Sid. And um, good morning to all the viewers out there. Thank you for inviting me. 
Well, you know, it's, this is uh, going to be a great uh, trip down memory lane, I'm sure, you know, for everybody uh, on this day. But obviously, you know, we have to we have to get right into it immediately. Because it's a long, long story, ma'am. You know, we, 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 growing up, no, siempre, as a, you, your family, your father, your your sibling was into sports and all of that. But how did you, when you were young, uh, what were your first experiences as far as sports are concerned? How did you? What were you exposed to? Was it basketball right away? Was it karting? Was it what? What were your first sports memories? If I go by chronology, I think I was exposed first to uh, table tennis. Okay. And tennis before I was exposed to basketball. Oh, table tennis, tennis, and handball. Remember, it was the 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 game of the firefighters, handball. Because. Uh, well, first, my grandfather, Eduardo Coseteng, he played a lot of table tennis. I remember because we had a, uh, like a pavilion in our house in Balut, Tondo, Manila. And um, I'd watch them play table tennis. I was amazed at how fast that ball would go back and forth on the table. And then um, my father and my uncle, my father was Emerson Coseteng and my uncle Edison Coseteng, they played tennis. And we had a tennis court in our backyard. So I could see that very, very early in life, like a few years old, I was witness to that. And then um, I saw my uncle playing handball. And then maybe when I was a bit older, maybe like eight years old or so, or seven or more, but more or less seven or eight, um, Philis Pano Ceramics in Malinta, Polo, Bulacan. That was where my father would um, uh, hold office, Philis Pano Ceramics. And there, there was a basketball league called BAL. It wasn't like Mika yet then. It was BAL. I think it was what businessmen's athletic league or something. I'm, I'm not sure, but I just remember they had BAL on their shirts, you know. Mm -hmm. So that was games in the factory itself with a basketball court in the factory and was there. Eventually, my father got into karting with the Laurels in Tanawan, Batangas. So mm -hmm. he was go-karting there. And my brother, Jody, was really, uh, I'm very proud to say, he's a celebrated racer. He's, That's right. he's got more trophies, I think, than clothes. So, <laughs> and, uh, yeah, and uh, my mother played golf. My uncles played golf. My uh, father played golf, too. And my grandfather on my mother's side, Jose Marcus Lim, he played golf. And um, he lived across the street from uh, the fourth hole of Wak Wak Golf in, in, in Wak Wak Golf Club. So my exposure was very um, broad and practically consistent until um, eventually I, I started watching the P, uh, well, not PBA, Mika, the Mika Games. I believe that was perhaps in 1967, 1967. And then today, my nephew, who's Jody's son, Eduardo Coseteng, mm -hmm. named after my grandfather, um, he, he recently, I think he, he won, he placed at least yes, in, right. uh, in the F6. Uh, I believe that's in the UK because he's studying there. So mm -hmm. I, I, I still don't have the latest and the greatest of news, but I heard he plays in the, in the F6. And he's like, what? He's not even 18, I think. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But as far as basketball, though, is concerned, of course, that, that's the focus of our show. No? Uh, 
So you mentioned yeah. that what's a BAL, that's pra practically your first exposure to yes, that. Uh, that's that sport. right. right. What, what, what are your early memories of that? I mean, was it something that interested you really? Were you engrossed in watching these guys play? Um, well, because my father um, owned the team. We were the Mariwasa Hondas. Mm -hmm. And in some other um, leagues or in some other games, it was, it was we were called the Akai Recorders because of... Um, Sigma Mariwasa, so we were distributing Akai tape recorders in those days. Mm -hmm. And then we were the Noritake porcelain makers because of right. Mariwasa Noritake, yeah. um, dinner, dinnerware. And, um, but basically it was really the Mariwasa Hondas that, that, that really made the name for themselves. And um, I was a, a, a spectator then, but every game, win or lose after the games, we would have dinner together with the team, the coaches. At that time, it was Lauro Mumar, you know, was, who was our coach. Our first coach was Lauro Mumar. Yes. Mm -hmm. I remember. Lauro the Fox Mumar. Okay. But you, would, but you would be mostly watching. You weren't involved yet with the affairs no. of the teams at that age. No? Wala pa. You're just no. a fan. Yes. I was, I was just a spectator. Mm -hmm. And um, not, not until um, much later, 20 years later, maybe. Did you have any favorite players already at that time? Well, the, the very popular ones were, were the ones we the ones we got from um, Ismail Steel. I think that's where they came from because Ismail and Iko um, um, had a game and um, Ismail lost, right? So they disbanded the team, and so four of their players came to us, and um, Narciso Bernardo. Joaquin Rojas, Boy Marquez, and Felix Flores. The four of them came to Mariwasa, I remember. Right, right. And, and that led eventually to a championship. Now, Jay, do you have something to, to ask the senator? Yeah. Uh, what was the when was the transition from the BAL to the Mika? When did you join the Mika? Must have been 1967. 67. I, I mean, I'm just doing this by, by you know, um, maybe putting relationships, you know, in terms of time, etc. Because I was abroad all of 1966, practically 67. So when I came back, that was when, when I remember going to the game. So that must have been there. Billy okay. Robinson, Billy Robinson was our first import and Lloyd Moffat. Lloyd Moffat and yeah. Billy Robinson. They were our first yeah. imports. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Would you recall the thought process behind the transfer or the, the move to join the Mika? Was it for advertising? Was it for uh, because of the general interest of your 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 father? Um, actually, looking back, um, mm -hmm. now that you asked, you know, my father was in business to be in sports. I mean, he practically sports was a big thing for him. Mm -hmm. Meetings would be put aside. You know, um, whatever he was doing, he has to be there almost every time during practices, and that's every day. Mm -hmm. uh, and um, he was there in every game, you know. So that's, I mean, if you're, if you're, if you're doing that, then that's practically your whole life, you know. Yeah. And um, in those days, different teams were owned by different people, complete individuals who were not in any way connected with each other. You know, Meralco was not connected to uh, Toyota or Toyota um, was not connected to uh, Utex, you know, or, or um, uh, CFC or, you know. Yeah, yeah. So each one was really, really fighting for 
his its survival mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. at that time. So every team owner was also the practically the company team owner or a very high executive. Yeah. I remember San Miguel was represented by Nono Ibaceta, remember? Yeah. And others. I recall Walter Uyang represented. Down the line. So each one was really on its own mm-hmm. for its own survival. <laughs> But 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 Mariwasa, your team when it was in the Mika, it had a very high level of success. In fact, you did win the championship in 1973. Do you recall uh, those days when when yes. you did win the championship? Were you there? Were you watching live? I yes. Um, I was watching almost all the games. In wow. All the games. Wow. Yes. <laughs> and uh, we had championships and we had Kulela ships too. You know. Was, yeah. Yeah. Yes, That's yes. what sport is all about, you know. It's it's not all the time championships. So we had good games and bad games. Some because of our own doing and some not. <laughs> so that was, the, that was sports is. It is what it is. Yeah, yeah, but that, that 73 championship was big because there were a lot yes. of other teams more popular maybe with, with more popular players, but Mariwasa was able to pull it off. Jay, you have, you have questions about that team, I'm sure, the 1973 Mariwasa team. Uh, that's right. Well, there was controversy that, uh, that happened that, uh, in, the, in that finals. So you were up against Chris, if I'm not mistaken. And I think six or seven Crystal players were uh, report uh, were reported to be involved in game fixing. Um, what what were the things that uh, that were happening back then? I, I mean, did you actually see that uh, these players were not doing were not playing their best? You know, I cannot recall anymore exactly um, the details of the games. <laughs> Let me bring you to another game that you might remember. We were playing Crispa. Okay. And in that particular game, <laughs> we were up by three, mm-hmm. seven seconds to go. Okay. It wasn't a championship game because there were several games. There were other games after that, you know? Oh, yes. And um, that time, you see, the PBA had a rule that if you were the seller dwellers, oh, you yes. could import... Mm-hmm. Uh, Foreign players who were more than six or about six feet, six, right. six feet six. Mm-hmm. You were the like the champion or the second placer like that. If you were mm-hmm. rate ranking very high, then you could only get a six three. That's why Toyota only had like mm-hmm. Danny Coons, you know, like that. I mean, mm-hmm. shorter players. Yeah. So I recall that game. Um, I believe, in fact, it wasn't Tommy Manotto coaching that time. It was uh, uh, Narciso Bernardo. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Who was coaching at that particular game. Mm-hmm. And so, seven seconds to go, we were up by three and we lost the game. Uh, yes, I remember that. Yeah. I remember that. <laughs> oh, yeah. boy. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah was, and so, the instructions from the bench were very clear. Mm-hmm. You just let them shoot. Mm-hmm. Because seven seconds, make them shoot two points and you're still up by one. And how... It's not gonna, you know, um, uh, matter anymore. Mm-hmm. So what happened was I can't recall if it was Dalman or somebody else was just standing there because those were the instructions from the bench. And here comes Philip Cesar, you know, driving in, mm-hmm. and he ran into my player. Mm-hmm. And so he made the goal plus one plus mm-hmm. plus a free shot because. 
they didn't call it a charging foul. They called it a blocking foul. That's right. You know? mm -hmm. so, so what happened was um, um, they tied the score. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, I think Cesar deliberately missed the free throw. Yeah, Cesar deliberately missed the free throw, and uh, Chris was able to get the offensive rebound. Basta, we were we, it tied the score. We went into overtime. Ah, okay, all right. So he actually yeah, missed the free throw. I think so. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. Then you lost. Then you lost in overtime. Yeah, lost mm -hmm. overtime. But anyway, it doesn't matter. Philip Cesar is still my friend. <laughs> how did you react? How did you react when that happened, ma'am? When, when uh, <laughs> I was bad, really bad. I mean, I the next game I remember was Iko Tanduay, and they were both red. I, I I was just seeing all red because the one was in red and white, and one was in white and red, and they were both lined up, you know, in the in the um, walkway going to the dugout. I one of them was Iko Tanduay, that's for sure. So I, went, I was waiting there. And you know, our coach, I think, was Tito Eduque. And he's really a gentleman. I mean, Tito Eduque would not curse. He would not scream and yell and get angry at the boys, you know, no matter what. So Tito Eduque was a real gentleman. And so he went, they all went into the dugout. And I let them go into the dugout. And I waited. And I waited for the referee. <laughs> yeah. And even the media, they were all there. Except that they were so shocked because I... I, I just kind of like hit the guy. And so when every, all the cameras were me, and they all of a sudden got so shocked, they put down their camera. So there was no evidence, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then, um, because um, then we had a big PBA um, meeting, and uh, reforms had to be done. Mm -hmm. I think the referee was sacked. Um, the technical committee had so many um, shuffles and reshuffles, and so many, many things going on at that time. I was really, 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 it was really bad. Nagkagulo, ah. Nagkagulo after that. They shook the rapper. Right. No, but but let, let's go back in time a bit. Let's, let's rewind a little. Yeah. Again, no, so the Mika, there was success in the Mika for Mariwasa. Uh, the championship in 73, of course, was the highlight. But just a couple of years later, all of a sudden, your dad and a bunch of other guys decided to form the PBA. Were you privy to what happened there? Nakwento ba ng daddy mo sa'yo why they were going to open this new league and all of that? Most of what I know and remember about that period are um, stories, not exactly in the meetings, etc. These are just stories when we were in the office, stories when you're eating out, stories when friends were around at home because my dad would always have dinners and lunches, etc. At home, there was always somebody there, there was always people there. And so um, that was where I would get the stories from. One, one of the reasons why I believe um, this thing happened was because the professional teams, well, the, the commercial, let's call them commercial yet, because there was no professional yet at that time. Mm -hmm. So the, profession, the, the commercial teams were really saddened, saddled and um, had a difficult time because the BAP, Basketball Association of the Philippines, uh, headed by Lito Puyat, I think, that time. Mm -hmm. Yes. You remember? Yes. Um, well, they would always get players from us. They had to go to the, the leagues in different parts of the world. Um, they would play in different conferences, and they would get players from us. So by the time it was the time for the Mika to start, 
the season, all our players are baldado. They've been playing in another, I mean, against people who were, what, 30% their size, you know? Mm-hmm. So, um, so they would all be either tired or injured or whatever. So uh, then they would say something like, well, you should be able to play for your country. You have to have mm-hmm. the pride of the Filipino, uh, you know, the spirit of the Filipino and we bring pride to our country, etc., etc. all that. So my father says, that's well and good. I'm, I'm, I'm all for that. You know, like that was good. Um, why don't we have a separate league for the professionals and the, the younger ones, those who are going to play for God and country, mm-hmm. you know, and separate those who are playing because they have families to support and that is their profession. It's like mm-hmm. they're doctors, like they're nurses, they're architects, they're accountants, engineers, whatever. And so these people uh, chose basketball as their profession. And so some were not even in favor of that. There were others who did not uh, have that kind of thinking. Mm -hmm. Because my dad was saying that if you do not put up the professional basketball league, then you put a ceiling on everyone. You know, where where will Mon Fernandez go? Or Alvin Patrimonio, or these guys, you know, where, where will they go? There's no, mm-hmm. and, and the younger college uh, players, you know, uh, Samboy Lim, and all these young people, where are they gonna go? You're gonna have people like uh, Jaworski, etc., mm-hmm. you know, um, staying, that, staying in the, their positions in those teams, and you can only have 12 players in a team. Mm-hmm. And there are thousands of other high school kids, hundreds of thousands of other. Great school kids who one day want to be a Juan Fernandez, who one day want you know want to be a Robert Jaworski, but they cannot because there's like a ceiling on their on top of them, and they cannot move up because those guys are not moving anywhere else either. So I think that um, that kind of um, rationale um, really made my father, um, you know, push. For the for the formulation or the the establishment of the Philippine Basketball Association, and now we can see that young people from college they join the D League and they can be drafted. That's right. You know, and um, the the guys playing professional can go to other professional leagues. It's not only the PBA. There are many other leagues looking for players. Right. It's just that maybe media does not support as much as they support the PBA. Mm-hmm. But, um, actually, there are many, many um, basketball players out there that uh, uh, have made basketball their profession. And so that will open now the, the floodgates for coaches, for trainers, even for ball boys, even for mm-hmm. anybody you know, to, to, to get in. It's not just for the players, but it's mm-hmm. for everybody that wants to be involved in basketball. And so now you see that, uh, what, is it, um, how many years? 40 years now in the PBA? 46 already. We're, in, we're, we're about to enter the 46, 46 years. 46 years? Yeah. And you can see that it's still, it's still there. Mm-hmm. I mean, of course, now it's really more limited because um, basically, Manny Pangilinan and Ramon Ang um, have most of the teams, right? Mm-hmm. It's no longer like before. Like every team is... A, completely different entity, yeah? Mm-hmm. yeah.
basketball and sports because now there's something for young people to look forward to whereas before there was none that's right that's right yeah so, it, so, yeah yeah yeah, yeah so, sorry i got cut off and i don't know if this has, this has been asked uh, senator but the, those early years in the pga it was really chris pine toyota just alternating championships no, 75, 76, uh, 77. What was that like for you know the other teams? You know, like uh, Mariwasa, um, who were you know always left out of the big dance. Let's put it this way: if you join a league, it is up to you to compete where there's a level playing field. You know, at the time when Leo Prieto was the commissioner, I felt personally, I felt that everything was on the level and everything, everybody was given the proper um, environment, you know, to succeed. So we were hampered by many things, which were not maybe the same as Chris Pai and Toyota. Um, we had financial constraints. Um, we had perhaps a Japanese uh, uh, partner, Honda, who may not have believed that we had to pour in so much resources, you know, um, into the into the into the team. Mm -hmm. you, you remember, if you if you can just uh, up to now, you can still figure it out. You have employees, for example, who are making uh, are making minimum wage, mm -hmm. and basketball players were making twenty times, thirty times, fifty times that. You know. So um, it's very difficult for a company sometimes to justify that. Mm -hmm. My father had a way of doing this because a lot of the support that was given to the basketball team was his, really, his own support, his own resource that he was using for the basketball team. Honda was not uh, supporting the entire load of the basketball team to begin with. Mm -hmm. Secondly, um, the, the players in those days for most, I say most, teams, mm -hmm. were not asking for houses and lots. They were not asking for, uh, they were not asking for cars. Mm -hmm. I mean, some of them were asking for what? Air conditioners for their rooms. They were not asking for condominiums. Mm -hmm. In those days, our players were sleeping beside our canteen in Mariwasa. Mm -hmm. You know, they, well, there was no, it was, Nobody was living like in exclusive subdivisions. It was different then, you know. It was so. My dad looked at it as it's all in good fun. It's the same way. The same way I look at it. I have a small school, Diliman Preparatory School. I have a coach who's I think an excellent coach, Ramsey Bahar, for like for uh, basketball. He was also in the PBA, and we have an excellent coach for Taekwondo, which is Namdadada, and he has produced. Practically all the Philippine champions perhaps may have come from him in terms of uh, Taekwondo, right? Mm -hmm. And up to today, from Jaco Elizardo's time up to today, Diliman mm -hmm. Preparatory School is still has been winning gold medals even during the pandemic. Who mm -hmm. say online? Can you imagine who say online? So, and we're a small school. We're not uh, like USC or FEU, you know? or not even like um, uh, Centro Escolar. But when we joined the UCBL, we were champions. I think mm -hmm. twice or three times we were champions. 
Mm-hmm. I mean, we're not as big as Olivares College, a very powerful, powerful team, Olivares, you know. But um, we made it to the championship and um, made it as champion. When we participated, a small ragtag squad, you know, not so ragtag anymore. I mean, they looked at us as a ragtag squad. But when we joined the tournament in um, Malaysia, well, we beat Indonesia, Malaysia, you know, all, all these other uh, Singapore countries. And so we were champions. I think this is our third championship already in the um, uh, IUTM, UITM in mm-hmm. Malaysia. Mm-hmm. So in other words, the coach has a lot of um, a lot to do with this, how he motivates, how he, he handles the players, how he chooses the players, because you can only have 12. You know, you can't have a whole pool, even no matter how much money you have, right? So in our case, um, I guess we just felt competition is competition. You lose some, you win some, and it depends on your resources from then on. Mm-hmm. And, and, and the, the, the right um, attitudes, the right frame of mind, how management um, treats the players. We don't pay our players, our, our college team. We don't, they don't get like allowances, etc., and all the benefits and the perks. But they can produce championships. So mm-hmm. to me, that's, that's more than what I can ask for. Mm-hmm. Sometimes my goal is just to be in the final four, you know. Yeah, yeah. It really you depends. But obviously, because Chris Pine Toyota, as Sid said, they were dominating the league early on. But on the third year of the of the PBA, naka breakthrough yung yung team niyo, no? 1977 All Filipino. Of course, there was the handicapping rule. You had Billy Robinson. On your team, but you were able to to make the finals against Crispa in 1977. I'm sure your dad was really happy about that. Yeah, Crispa, Toyota, in previous to that, Meralco. You know, these were formidable teams. They had fabulous players, and I, and you know, sadly that some had already passed on. But um, mm-hmm. uh, I still see the others. You know, I see Atoyko, and one time I uh, we were with Yoyo Martinez during the anniversary celebration. You know, things like that. And um, um, the, the, also, I, I think um, we had a lot of um, rookies. Mm-hmm. Because my father would, would, would get rookies, like from Cebu or from, from wherever else like that. From Southwestern, you know, University of Visayas, San Carlos. He would go scouting for these players. That's, that's another thing. The, 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 the scouting process is another, another factor which I think we, in Diliman Preparatory School today, in this context, mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. have Renzi Bahar and Nap doing the scouting, you know? Mm-hmm. And I, I give them a free hand. I, I don't say, ayoko niyan, or I, I, sa tingin ko, palpak yan, or whatever. I have no thing in. I, I, I give them a free hand in, in, in choosing because they're the ones who, who have to be able to spot the potential, and the attitude is very important. But I say, you know, when I, I, I take the players in, as far as I'm concerned, it's 30% the skill. The 70% is the attitude, which will determine if the 30% of the skill will go to 90% or not. Mm-hmm. Because if their attitude is, is really bad, then Forget even it. if they have 70% skill, that will go down easily. Like for swimming, we had Susan Papa that was doing all the scouting, that was doing all the training program, etc. Mm-hmm. I will support, but to meddle, um, you know, and maybe I think a lot of parents do that. 
Then, magaling pa sa coach yung ibang parents. Yung ibang mag-away mo yung coach. Pero, nung umabot po kayo sa finals 1977, you were still not involved in, in team management or whatever. You were still just a spectator as well, no? My father, my father uh, had a stroke. Um, perhaps that was late 70, uh, maybe 79 or 80. Exactly. Okay. I just did not have the heart. I did not have the heart to disband the team. Okay. He had to have somewhere to go every day in the afternoons to, for mm -hmm. the practices, during the practices. He had games to go to. And even if it was really, really like, like um, drawing blood out of soul, as far as I was concerned, I was just focused and determined and, and do whatever I could to, to keep the team going while my father was alive. Unfortunately, he passed away in 1983 at the age of, uh, he was 51, 52 years old at that time. Very young, yes. So when he passed, I thought it was time to go. It was, I, I, I'll, I'll quit while I can. That was, that was the time. But uh, had, he, had he not passed on, you know, I think it would have still Continued. Continued. Okay. Ma'am, curious lang. Um, in 1981, you changed the brand of your team to Finance Incorporated. Kanino company po yun? Sa inyo po yun? Sa father niyo po? Or sa family? My father. My father. Okay. And who made, who triggered that decision to to to, to make it Finance Incorporated coming from Mariwasa? Or Honda? Uh, well, I think they, they because, um, we tried to rotate or yeah. use different names of different companies that mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. So it was, you know, the Mariwasa Hondas, uh, yeah. Akai Recorders, Nori mm -hmm. Porcelain Makers, the Finance Inc. Financiers, like, you know, it, it yeah. became, it became like that. So kayo, nga po yata, kayo nga po yata yung naging ano eh, parang um, ka uh, catalyst ng ganong decision making ng mga uh, team owners no na nagpapalit-palit po ng mga branding sila sa PBA. No, uh, yeah. it's, it's very common now actually if you look at it whether it's San Miguel or 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 other teams no uh, talagang nagpapalit-palit sila. Um ma'am right. question ng Nung 1978-79, after your second place finish in the 1977 All-Filipino, medyo hindi po maganda yung naging performance ng Tino, despite the fact that you uh, may handicapping system. You had, you had imports like Paul Marigny, Jeff Randall, um, uh, Jim Zip, ganyan. Um, ano pong ano? Uh, what were the frustrations uh, that the team have uh, at that time? Kulang uh, po ba kayo na superstar, uh, na lead player? Parang ganun po ba? That could be one of the reasons. Um, another reason could have been could have been um, maybe the gelling okay. mm -hmm. was, was difficult because it's not just skill; it's mm -hmm. also how they can relate, you know, to each other, the, yeah. the different players. Because there are twelve of you, and there are only five in the court at one time. So that kind of like a round robin of all these players, you know. It, sometimes these five can work well together. When you put take one out and put another one in, it, then it's going to be a, you know, it's it's not always like that. And the time element of of playing together may not have been long enough. You know, sometimes you get a new player, and after six months, you know, sabak na siya in the games, etc. So it cannot be like that. Um, mm -hmm. Another factor, maybe, maybe this is what I think. Um, mm -hmm. As time went on, 
the turnover was um, the turnover was faster mm-hmm. because you know with the PBA now you know the new guys can, can come in can, can come in from from outside and um, I think it is also because they the new ones are not also used to playing with the new ones of the other teams. That, that, that can be a factor. In other words, if I've been playing against people like, what, Elias Tolentino or Jimmy Mariano, you know, or Lucindo, like that, alam ko na yan eh. I, I, I mean to say, kilala ko na siya. Alam ko na kung paano siya, um, uh, where his weaknesses are, di ba? Yes, you yes, know sir. already. So, yes, if you're a rookie or if you're a young guy and you're up against other guys and maybe some other young guys, then you got to figure them out. You know, mm-hmm. I, I mean to say, this is the point that I've always been trying to make, and people sometimes look at me funny, but I still will make it today. Mm-hmm. You know, when they say, yung mga basketball player, walang utak yan eh. Kaya nag-basketball player, kasi kung matalino yan, naging doktor yan, or naging lawyer, di ba? That's the attitude. Mm-hmm. You know, that's the way people think, okay? So I've always been going up against that. And I said, you know, mm-hmm. if you are an engineer, you have all the time to draw, to make your corrections, submit, ulit-ulit, atras amante. If you're a lawyer, you can have so many people proofreading what you're doing. You can rewrite and write, rewrite and write a hundred times until you're dead. <laughs> if you're a basketball player, you, you, you have to decide. Split second, are you going to dribble five times or six times? Uh, on the right or on the left? Are you going to turn your back this way or that way? Are there people behind you, in front of you, going like this, you know, before you can shoot, and somebody yelling at you at the back and from the bench, from the bleachers, you know, I mean, what? And you can still make it? Yeah. That's fast thinking. If you don't have a brain, you will never make it even to, to anywhere close to that bench, you know? So um, I think people have to rethink. You know, I'll tell you. At the time when we started exporting domestic helpers, mm-hmm. I said, if we had an excellent grassroots development program mm-hmm. and we started exporting athletes, then if you're making $30 billion from remittances, you're going to make $300 billion if you're exporting athletes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? mm-hmm. I mean, to say, from like uh, people like Japo Elizardo, I, I mentioned mm-hmm. him earlier, but he was starting in Diliman Preparatory School grade two, Taekwondo, under Nakdagdagan already. So, I mean, he's already has taken, I think, his master's degree. He's graduated from De La Salle and, and he's still in Taekwondo, you know. But can you imagine if there were a few thousands of them going to different countries playing Taekwondo? I mean, it's the same thing, you know, like um, a, a lot of our athletes are not even here. They're in other countries. Mm-hmm. Um, Lydia De Vega was not in the country for a long time, right? Mm-hmm. So there's something sick that's going on. Something that could be the, the goose that lays the golden egg. Right. Mm-hmm. It, it, it's nothing. Yeah, and unfortunately, yeah, the development has been very slow. Of course, the Gintong Alay tried that in, in the 80s, and it was, it was quite successful. But then, of course, there was a change of administration. and. And yeah, but it's, it's, still an attitude. It's, it's still an attitude. I mean, to say, um, some of these programs are successful at the time that they're successful. But mm-hmm. there's the sustainability um, cannot be done because, I mean, we, we don't think of ourselves as champions. We don't think of ourselves as worth it. 
Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, there's poverty everywhere in the world. You know, there's poverty everywhere in the world. But do you see um, maybe domestic helpers from China? Maybe not. Mm-hmm. Okay. You know, yeah, yeah, they're, yeah. they're exporting other things. The Chinese mm-hmm. are exporting people to Silicon Valley. I mean, mm-hmm. that's a different story altogether. You know, if it's science and technology, then it's science and technology. If it's sports, it's sports. But Many countries in the Middle East were looking for, were looking for shooters, you know, maybe archers. It's not just basketball. Mm-hmm. Basketball is just one. Like what was just two, you know, swimming is three. But there are how many 40 other sports? Mm-hmm. And yet, and yet, even even the basic, which is um, uh, track and field, maybe I, I think that's basic because you, the equipment is not the, you know, mm-hmm. as as. Uh, expensive and you can run anywhere it's in mm-hmm. africa that the, the yeah. olympians from africa have started their feet you know right right so, so um sports is something that has been shortchanged and sadly mm-hmm. and very it's very very sad i think that's really a sad commentary and swimming mm-hmm. we have been victims of swimming i recall you know we had somebody like mark joseph who was heading heading the swimming um, nsa mm-hmm. you know that allow other people to participate and i don't care about what their logic is the point is it's really an exclusivity it's really a mm. um, lack of inclusiveness you know you want to you want to say okay poverty alleviation what by throwing out a um, uh, cup of noodles and that's the way you alleviate poverty or, or spread around you know truckloads of sardines that's not the way to do it but if, right. if they have their own talent i mean as i said athletes are not athletes because they're dumb, mm-hmm. but they have other intelligences that PhDs, not all PhDs might have. Mm-hmm. Correct. <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah. These, are, these are societal changes that are needed and a whole new attitude that you need. And a thing is the UP Maroons, for example. How do you enter the University of the Philippines? Mm-hmm. You need to pass an exam. But if you're going to select your basketball players and your whatever athletes from only those who will pass exams, you're really going to end up cellar dweller. (laughs) As we we very well know, no? (laughs) From Diliman Preparatory School, we sent our swimmers to UP Mm -hmm. without passing the UPCAT. You don't have to take the OPCAT. That's a different intelligence altogether. You make an OPCAT for sports, and let's see, pag hindi kayo nag-champion. Mm-hmm. Some of our um, uh, Taekwondo gyms, all, they, in fact, mostly, I think, they all went to University of the Philippines, and they were winning gold medals for the University of the Philippines. So, um, it, it, it's, you have to recognize that not everybody's the same. Not everybody's made of the same stuff. Right, right. And athletes, are, and athletes are, are exactly that. They, they have their own kind of genius. Mm-hmm. But, and, but and ma'am, when did, you, when did you break that barrier? When did uh, you formally assume the position of team manager slash team owner? Was it 79 now when, when your father uh, was, was stricken with, uh, with his uh, stroke? And yeah, around it. that time, 7980, like that. Mm-hmm. Oh. And what, what, so what, what was your thought process there? I mean, you, you knew it was a... You know, we'll say it. It was a male-dominated uh, league. Everybody, you know, you, you wouldn't see a lady on the sideline. They'd always be watching most of the time. All of a sudden, you had to step in there. Uh, obviously, you had uh, you had the unique personality to be the one to do that. But 
but what was going through your mind when you'd be there? You knew all eyes were on you. The camera was on you. They're watching every move you make. How, how, how did that go for you at the start? Actually, it didn't matter. Hmm. Because in my family, in my family, I wasn't treated as a girl. Hmm. No, I was just treated as, as me. You know, I'm me. And so that uh, I thought that that made a difference. I wasn't like a girl daughter, a girl granddaughter. No. Um, I had to make a lot of decisions on my own. I had to uh, assert myself to get what I wanted. Um, and so, I, and, and if I failed, I also had to stand up on my own. Okay. I, I, I wasn't about to get baby because I'm a girl. No. You sink or swim on your own. And I thought that that was the best kind of training I had. And I was happy and lucky, fortunate. I appreciate the fact that, um, you know, like they like threw me into the lion's den. <laughs> Not just for basketball. After seventh grade, I was in Marinol College. Mm -hmm. After seventh grade, uh, my parents sent me to England. Mm -hmm. And I was a boarder. I was a boarder in a, in a um, all-girls convent school. Mm -hmm. And... It was tough. I was lonely. All my friends were here. I could only write letters once a week, air letters. You remember, there was no email. There was no cell phone then. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I, I could only go out of campus um, maybe once a month, um, took Christmas vacation and spring break. That was it. But the rest of the time, I had, there was no parents. There were no parents. There were no brothers and sisters, friends, barcada, you know, People you can call by phone anytime. No, oh, you left your own devices. And I thought that was excellent training because in this world, you'll never know when the people you depend on move on to another world. Mm -hmm. And if you can't take that, it's tough. It's, it's, it's going to be tough for you. So I always like tell even my students in Diliman Prep, you know, I, I liken it to weightlifting. If you are so used and trained to lift a hundred pounds of weight. Somebody asks you to carry a sack of rice, 25 pounds, 20, 25 kilos, it's nothing. You can easily lift that. You're used to carry a hundred pounds. Or you're used to carry 50 pounds. 10 pounds is nothing. But if you're used to only carrying five pounds, somebody asks you to lift 10 pounds, oh God, you're all stressed out. <laughs> I mean, today you hear third graders complain about being stressed out. Correct. Third graders being stressed out. Oh, what stress is this? I mean, so that means they're not really, they were not really um, uh, what, designed or trained or brought up to be on their own. And, and sadly, um, most, they, I think most kids nowadays really just have it too much too soon. Mm -hmm. And whether it's sports or in life, if you have too much too soon, it may not be for the better. Mm -hmm. Sid, you have a question for Ramniki? No, um, I just wanted to ask long, uh, Senator. Um, are you disappointed that you know not more uh, females followed your footsteps in the PBA? Uh, you know, up to now it's still the PBA board is represented by all males and um, I think the only other female team owner that I can remember is was Sheila Lina for right. Shapinas. Shapinas uh, around That's 10 right. years ago. But if you look at the landscape right now, even on the coaching staff, you, know, you, you very rarely, 
see uh, more females. Uh, um, when you broke that barrier, uh, what were your expectations? Did you, uh, did you, uh, were you hoping that uh, more females would be appointed to positions in the PBA? Perhaps at that time, I wasn't looking at it that way. At that time, I was looking at it from the point of view of more reforms for Philippine basketball and Philippine sports. It wasn't that I was a woman that really, to me, um, mattered. It meant that my voice or what I can contribute, you know, hopefully could, could um, be replicated or could be um, implemented at that time. Mm -hmm. Because I felt that um, sports really needed reforms as early as that time. And until I got into swimming, then I really figured, oh, well, see, mm -hmm. it really has to change. Because if it doesn't change, then it, in effect, excludes practically the entire Philippine population. And, you know, um, especially at that time, um, the other sports were not really given too much attention. And um, I was, in fact, asking if that time, companies could really do more for other sports. Because as I said, basketball can only take 12 players. At the maximum 15, three reserve. Right? If you have 10 teams, that's only 150 people. 150 people in a population, maybe at the time of 50 million or 60, 70 million at that time. What is 50 people in basketball? Nothing. And yet, there are so many, many other ways by which um, sports participation and training can be encouraged. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, um, maybe um, that time, it wasn't so much because I'm a woman, but um, more because sports has to change. And sadly, it has changed very little over the years. You know, let's put it this way. Uh, can you imagine a 1967 car? and a 2021 car look at how look at how different different they look and look at the way the way sports and sports development is being run mm -hmm. a lot of it is a lot of it is pr work a lot of it is just um um maybe talk feel good kind of thing. Mm -hmm. You're in the limelight, you know, there's a lot of adulation, etc. Um, there's maybe a lot of um, mileage, if you want to, if you want to look at it in that way. But as far as the effect of the development of sports, you know, another person maybe you should try and get talk to is Mr. Hong Sun Chong. Mm -hmm. Hong Sun Chong is the head of the Philippine Taekwondo Association. That's right, right? Mr. Hong. Mm -hmm. I remember my son was what seven or six years old, Julian, who eventually became an equestrian, but he started with Taekwondo. And uh, Mr. Hong was then just, well, not really starting, but he had already uh, been training people from the armed forces, maybe the police and certain schools. Look at how broadly Taekwondo has spread. Considering that it's only the smart Taekwondo championships, you know, it's not not really all companies don't really have Taekwondo teams, you know, but 
look at how well and how spread out in the grassroots Taekwondo has been over the years. It's got over the years, you see. In other words, there's something to it. Mr. Holmes very disciplined. I've been, he, I've even headed some of his Taekwondo delegations overseas. You know, parents can't hang around their kids when they're in competition overseas. They, they, they don't even stay in the same hotel. They don't eat together. The parents come and watch the competitions. And after that, okay, they can go out. But where the competitions are going on and before the competitions, that's full concentration. That's discipline. Mm -hmm. And if you try and do that for other sports, you'll have a whole you know, gang of parents on your back. Why are you doing this to my children? Well, you don't have to do that to your children. Don't make them athletes. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. Don't make them athletes. If they were something else, they won't have to go through this. I mean, kids in swimming, for example, on their own, those under Susan Papa, and maybe those who are following Susan Papa's formula, they cannot keep eating ice cream. <laughs> Even that. Or mm -hmm. keep eating cakes. You cannot. Now, if you feel that this is cruelty to kids, then don't make them athletes. It's very simple. But for those who want to gain ground, for those who want to go further ahead, you know, you want everybody talks about wanting to be in the Olympics, but you still want to eat a lot of ice cream and cake. Uh, that's 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 that, that's not, that's not compatible as far as I'm concerned. They go on a competition. They want to go to the airport in shorts, in shorts, and the jackets of their choice. I mean. You know, what's this? That will never happen to the Taekwondo team. You know, I remember one time talking about discipline. One time there was supposed to be a photo session and I told uh, Coach Nakdagdagan to have the Diliman Prep School students ready for photo session in their Taekwondo uniform. The top lady Taekwondo gym was not in uniform. What did they do? They put her in the back and covered her with other Taekwondo gyms in uniform. So I said, if you're not in uniform, you're not going to, I don't know if it was Azerbaijan or if it was Korea or I don't know where, where they were going. I said, you're not going anywhere. But she's the national belt. So what? So what? The instructions are, you come in your uniform. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I said, and then says, yeah, but the photographer cannot have another session. That's not my problem. We had a complete photo session. So what happened was there was an Ateneo LaSalle game and I was going to the Araneta Coliseum. I said, I'm giving you a last chance. I'm going to be there at 5.05 in front of the uh, green gate. You all line up there in your Taekwondo uniform and the photographer ready. I'm going to go there, take a picture, and then you can go to the competition. Otherwise, you're staying. You're not going. Nobody's going anywhere to any competition. Right. So they were out there in the uniform. I said, see? Yeah. Well, sadly, a lot of people will, nowadays, a lot of people will complain if, you, if that, those are the values. Really? Yeah, but that's, no that's life. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't mind. You can complain, you can pull your student, <laughs> or pull your children out of the team. It's all right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But if they want to be in the team, then we have rules. These yes. rules have to be followed. We've lost, I have lost many championships for Diliman Prep School. Because I said, I have only two rules. One, you follow what your, co what your coach tells you to do. One. 
Two, you go back to rule number one. <laughs> yeah, that's great. And uh, we, we're getting an insight into the management style of uh, Senator Nikki. <laughs> yeah. that's, that's, that's what uh, brings champions. That's what uh -huh. brings champions. You want your swimming championship, your taekwondo championship, and your basketball championship. That's it. You know, one time, Renzi, you can ask Renzi. We were at a championship game against a very strong, a very powerful school. And um, the top three, two or three best shooters was, called, was uh, told to come to school at 1 o'clock because the bus will leave at 1.45. The top, top players came to school at 1.30 because the bus will leave at 1.45. But as the instruction of the coach was 1 o'clock. So when I got there, I said, where's everybody? Ano ba sinabi ng coach? 1 o'clock. Anong oras na? 1.20. 1.20, wala pa. Kasi 1.30 pa sila dumating. Kaya ko, you're not playing. Sabi ni Renzi, ma'am, pwede ba? Sa susunod na natin sila suspend. Itong game championship. Itong game championship. I said, ano ba yung rules? Meron bang sinabing pag-championship, walang suspension? So, bako, the parents cried, the other teammates cried, this and that, this and that. I'm sorry. From that day, which was seven, eight years ago, maybe more, to this day, nobody comes one minute after what coach says. If the Everybody's coach says, on time, huh? <laughs> if your coach says one o'clock, they're there five minutes or more before one. Right. Right. It? All it takes is one, one incident. And they keep repeating the incident to the new students anyway. So it's okay. Yeah, you should And follow the atleta kayo. Kung yeah. ayaw nyo maging atleta kahit anong oras, pwede kayo manood ng TV hanggang anong or, alas tres na umaga, gising kayo. I have no, I have no There's a certain level of discipline that you have to have. But uh, I just I just wanted to mention uh, at, at this juncture, we have some of the former PBA players are watching this episode. Bernie Fabiosa was watching earlier. Jimmy Manansala. Jimmy Manansala, sabi niya, hi ma'am. Si Ricky Relosa. Ricky Relosa. Si Ray Lazaro. Ray Lazaro, they're watching all of them. And then sabi nga, may nagbanggit nga, one of the players said, si ma'am Nikki, yan ang crush ng lahat ng mga player dati. <laughs> so well, we naman natin yun, but that's one aspect of it. But I have one question before we take a short break. Do you remember you, when you finally took the reins, no, and form, formally entered as team manager? Do you remember the reaction of the players when you suddenly were there all the time in the middle of the huddle in the practices and you were giving instructions, maybe pep talks before? Anong anong reaction? What do you remember from all of that? Well, I said it yes, ma'am. They never made me feel, they never, never, or I never experienced feeling odd or weird. Mm -hmm. They were treating, they, they treated me like, I guess, um, any, like any manager. I, mm -hmm. I, th I thought that they recognize authority. It didn't matter what gender. Mm -hmm. But authority always has to be recognized. Mm -hmm. I mean, basically, it's that. And mm -hmm. um, I think they also know that if we lose a game, um, I feel the pain and the hurt as much as they do. Mm -hmm. You know, it's easy to, uh, what do they call it? It's, um, it's like, um, 
there is a term for it, I just can't recall it right now, but um, when you say, alam mo, dapat ka nang ginawa mo eh. Alam mo, kung pinasa mo yung bola, panalo tayo eh. Kung, mo, kung binaksaw mo yung gigsi ganyan, naku, hindi makakalusot yan. Alam mo, problema sa'yo, ganito. You know what, that's not even gonna hurt. That will help. Um, when we, they eventually watch the game after. After. They asked me if I want to watch the game. I said, I watched that game. I know exactly what happened to whom, at what point, and when, and how. And what the other guy of the other team did when this thing happened. I don't have to watch the game. They have to watch the game. And let the coach deal with it with them. I, I never said, you know, like that. The most that I say, the really most, most, I, 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 they, they will tell you that I really say it, huh? The most okay. I say, ilan yung free shots missed? We lost by four. 17 free shots missed. Ano yan? Diba? Yeah. Walang gumagwardiya sa'yo. Walang nagpa-block sa'yo. Walang nagdi-distract sa'yo. Hindi ka tinutula o hinihila. Nandun ka lang, sarili mo lang, hindi mo ma-shoot. That's right, no? <laughs> and it still happens today, ha? free throws ng mga Pinoy. Statistics, basta statistics na tinitingnan ko. Sabi ko, in 17, ilan ang points na talo natin? Tatlo. Isipin mo yan. Lots of great stories already so far, no? But we're halfway through the show. Lots of uh, stories coming in right now. We'd like to remind remind everybody that an eternity of basketball is part of the Globally Ballin Network. Catch the new show, Who the Heck Are We? with Josh Toralba. That's already on the Globally Ballin Network. And then uh, we also have Hang Time with Denise Dinsai with Manila Santos Nang in their most re recent episode. That's episode 27 for that volleyball show. The Globally Ballin Network. Check everything out there. Lahat ng social media na Globally Ballin. Check nyo yan. Nandyan, kasama ang AOB, Hang Time, Who the Heck Are We? and more. And then you have, of course, our uh, YouTube channel. Uh, subscribe to our YouTube channel because episodes 1 to 60 of AOB will only be on that YouTube channel starting tomorrow, March 28th. So you must subscribe there. Take us on the go. Listen to us on Spotify. And, of course, the most important thing is the link. Linktree slash Globally Ballin. that will lead you to all of that. And dito po tayo, episode 74 of An Eternity of Basketball with Senator Nikki Coseteng. We're talking about her stint as the first woman team manager, team owner in the PBA. And then there are many things lots of lessons as well, as far as sports are concerned. I'll ask the first question of this second segment. The Gallery Dominique, eventually it became the name of the team. Obviously, that, that's you. You are Dominique. Um, how, what, what is the, why did you do that? Why, was, why did Gallery Dominic become the name? How did you expect to promote Gallery Dominic through a basketball team? Um, as I mentioned earlier, it was not so much to promote Gallery Dominic because the market of Gallery Dominic is not a mass market. Yes. It's not a consumer item. Yes. If you get one client or two clients a month, a month, okay, I had to have a name of a team. Mm -hmm. Number one. Number two, that time, um, because th there was that financial crisis, mm -hmm. end of the 70s and early 80s, you know, and uh, Honda decided they did not want to uh, 
sponsor or shoulder the expenses of the team anymore. So I, I would say, I guess my father or my uncle, Eddie Marcus Lim was my uncle. He was, he was, he was also in, in, in basketball, but he was more of a golfer than, and, uh, and Mr. Football. In fact, the Sambeda um, alumni um, awarded him as like a Mr. Football kind of a, 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 an award in one of their homecomings. But um, so maybe they decided that um, after discussing and negotiating, and Honda said they didn't anymore want to to mm -hmm. to, uh, to participate. I said, why am I going to use the Honda name? After everything that we've done for Honda mm -hmm. in the country, mm -hmm. they're gonna drop you like a like a hot potato, you know. Okay. So I said, I can just use Gallery Dominic. So what? Mm -hmm. I mean, if mm -hmm. I didn't have Gallery Dominic, it would have been the Nikki Cosset and Dragons or something, you know. <laughs> <laughs> whatever, whatever it is, my goal was just to keep the team alive while my father was had suffered a stroke. Mm -hmm. It was just to keep the team alive until the time he could take it back and he could run it again. Unfortunately, he passed. Yeah. Mm -hmm. He died on uh, July 7th of uh, 1983. Mm -hmm. So that was, that was it. So I was able to talk to Joe Subiri. Mm -hmm. Eventually, so it became Gallery Dominic Artista Magazine. Yeah, right. Um, Joe Subiri had an Artista Magazine at that time. Yes, yes. Uh, okay. yes. Mm -hmm. so I, I asked him, you know, since you're into this uh, uh, magazine uh, publishing business, maybe mm -hmm. it might do you good because it is a product that everybody, uh, you know, enjoys. Mm -hmm. the, the magazine. So he said, okay. So at that time, I, I made it Artista, uh, Gallery Dominic Artista Magazine. You know? mm -hmm. ko talaga ng paraan kahit papano. Basta huwag lang magdidisban yung team habang buhay pa yung tatay ko. I mean, you know, it could have been any other name. It was just yeah. the basketball yeah. I had to keep going. Galing na, your, your commitment yeah. to the PBA was there talaga. You know, your family's commitment yeah. to the PBA. Yeah, because was... also, it's midway eh. We had already played so many games. How do you mm -hmm. quit just right then and there? Yeah. Mm -hmm. How do you just quit? And what about the value of the other player, other teams? There are mm -hmm. other teams. Of course, it's expense on my part. I lost a lot of money. I mean, to say the least, you know what it costs to run a team. You know what it costs mm -hmm. to run a basketball team. So mm -hmm. it didn't cost me money. But money you can earn. Money you can earn. But what? how are they going to look at me or my father, for that mm -hmm. matter, who brought me up? In that sense, how are they gonna look at me if I just abandoned it? Bahala na kayo. Any problem na yun na? Because they play against us. Eh. In the end, ilan na lang matitirang team, di ba? Kiriwan tama yon. Let's say you're six wins, one loss. You're five wins, two losses. And all of a sudden, there's only five teams left. Ako pa yan. Galing, galing. I, that, that's that's great to hear that. I mean, the way that you you yeah. know you all you all watched out for each other. The league watched out for each other. The team. Yeah, because there's responsibility. When when we join the league, we join the league to make the league complete. You know, yeah. the death of one person, the attack of a uh, stroke of one person. What 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 does the why should the league suffer because of that? Mm -hmm. Sense of responsibility there. Even at your expense. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. But yeah, even in 83 kasi, uh, the economy was really hit hard, no? And uh, actually in summer, a lot of uh, teams pulled out also in front of PBA, naging six teams na lang, ano? Um, would that did that also factor into your uh, no, uh, decision making to discontinue no. the team in '84? You know what? This, the I, I wanted to do this as properly as possible, mm-hmm. and uh, so that. But the the point I wanted to make at that time was, you make an exit, somebody else is going to come in. I think it was Alaska. Was it Alaska that came in? Uh, uh, years later, pa. 86, they came in in 86. Eh? So there was a time, 84, 85, the PBA only had six teams. But at least it was still, it was still go away, you know, it was still mm-hmm. okay. Yeah. And so um, um, I felt that it wasn't really a disruption. Uh, it wasn't really a disruption. But if I left in the middle of the league, in the middle of the conferences, in the middle of the. Yes, yes. You know, then bad news, yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't even have the face to come and talk to you today. <laughs> I did that. But in 83, speaking of teams helping each other out, in 83, the, the other teams actually did help your team out, right? I mean, there was a, that situation when when uh, in the middle of the conference, I think the imports were refusing to play already. I mean, that I, that was talked about. There's a story about that. Uh, how, do you remember that, ma'am? How, I don't really know what happened anymore. Uh, at that time, I was very, very disturbed about my father and then eventually his loss, which took me a while to uh, took me a while to process. Mm-hmm. Seriously. So it didn't matter. I, I, as far as I was concerned, uh, I tried to ask Joe Subiri to come in. Anyway, the name Artista Magazine was there. Mm-hmm. We didn't even have, I mean to say, even the mascots were just my two kids. I don't even remember anymore. Unless Joe brought in some of the, the actors, you know, to come in. Mm-hmm. But uh, as far as I was concerned, it was really gulung guluna. My 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 mind was very magulu already. Mm-hmm. But it just pulled through, I guess. Somehow, um, if you decide that you're going to make it, you'll make it. Right, right. Well, we were taking this nice trip down memory lane, so we have some photos that we prepared. We can go through them there. There's the first photo. (laughs) There's Senator Nikki on the sidelines together with the coach at the time, no? Of of your team. Yeah, he was your player first, and then he became the coach of the team also. After that. So, what's your favorite ma'am? I thought Miego also played for San Miguel, didn't he? Yes, he, he did. did. Mm. He did. Yeah. yeah. I remember. I, I think. Yeah, yeah, I remember. He played for San Miguel. Yes, mm-hmm. Even Martires. Martires played for us and also played for yeah. San Miguel. Yes, yes ma'am. He won a championship in San Miguel. Uh, yes. Yeah. Martires. Well, I have so, short hair. Short hair then. I, I just... I guess. Yeah. So <laughs> what, what, what do you think, ma'am? What do you think you're talking about here with Coach Miego? Oh, I don't know. You're telling him, uh, but because he's he's laughing, and then you're like, You're not laughing, you're not having any of it. Those candid shots are really, really a gem. <laughs> yeah, there were a lot of those, especially when you were there on, on the sidelines, no? Oh, yeah, so I can imagine. But you know, in those days, huh, um, the people, the, the, the audience. 
-hmm. they would throw like coins and they would hurt. Sometimes they would hit you, you know, coins yung um, barya. Oh, yung, yung malaking, malaki pa yung one peso nung panahon na yun eh. <laughs> What's the next photo, please? There you are. Oh, yeah. That's what I did. There. Tito, I do the man in white. Yeah. Always in white. No, that, that time I was also in a white suit. <laughs> no, but and, and, and you're, the one, you're the one standing. Yeah. He's, he's just relaxed watching the game. He's a very cool, calm, and collected person. <laughs> mm -hmm. Really? Hey, that's my daughter. That's my daughter behind me. Oh, this little okay. The one in the, black. The little girl with the V-neck, uh, black jersey. Uh, okay. Yeah, that's her. <laughs> there, there. Yeah. How old was she? Just bata, bata pa. That's three or maybe four or five years old, no? Maybe eight. No, in eight. That was in the eighties. No, she was getting... 83, 83. 82, 83? Yeah, 83. 87 years old. Is that an import? The one seated on the left? That's Diego. The one pinaka left? That's Rodi Diego. Then si Tito Iduka yung katabo. Yeah. No, that's the far left. That's Diego. Ah, okay. Ah, so ano na. Yeah, they were they were sharing the no no they shared the the coaching there Tito Eduque, Cholo Martin and and Don Diego. Mm. Oh yes, yes, I remember Cholo Martin. Mm -hmm. Ma'am question, yung G yung logo niyo na GD is that really the Gallery Dominica logo or ginawa niyo specifically for the PBA? No, oh, no, that's been like that since since the since the gallery started. There you go. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. Like that since the gallery started. Galing, huh? Okay, Galing. next let's go. Let's go to the next mm -hmm. one. This oh. is some sort of awarding oh. or something, and you seem yeah. you're giving it. I know those are the children of Pepito Castro. Eh. Um, ah, yes, okay, uh, but I'm not sure what the occasion was and or what the award was about. But uh, there were several awards. Oh, I mean, that's the, the son and the daughter of, of Pepito Castro, who used yeah. to work with the PBA as well. I remember. Uh, we're guessing this is like the 1983 opening ceremonies, if I'm not mistaken. Maybe, yeah. Maybe. Uh, Could be because I was maybe wearing the same dress. <laughs> yeah. It's like it says there on the side, 83. There's there's chairs, so it's not going to be team owners. The usual, no? I remember vintage. I see the logo vintage. That's Bobong Velez. It used to be. But for some reason, I don't know if this is a year, Pepito. Yeah, yeah, si Bosila Bobong na yan kasi 82 so, sila nag-start. Yeah, 83. Yeah, you can see the number 83 eh dun sa sa desk as yeah. sa table. That's so, 83 season siguro opener. Another former player is watching us, si JB Yango. Oh, hi. He's watching the show right now. <laughs> He's also been on the show dito. Yeah, so look at the crowd, no? I I want to point out to the people who are watching, look at the crowd, huh? opening day, punong-puno. Uh, Games, I think, were, were well, um, or, uh, well supported. Even the, mm -hmm. the regular. I remember there was a like a gay community. They were really nice. They were really fun. They had all the the banners and all that we're, other. Gold they're still around. They're oh, still really? around now. Yeah, they're we're, there with yeah with the banners we're, and they cheer and probably a different set now, no? Pero oh, it's different. Set. Same group. <laughs> same group they really, na. Same, same they, difference. they really made you know livened up. You know, I agree. Mm -hmm. I agree that they're mm -hmm. there, talaga, and, and yeah, they make it uh, fun. They make it fun for yeah. everybody. Yeah. 
who were who do you remember as the the face of your your franchise? Who were the players that that defined your your team? At the start, well, from the start, at the start, no, because they stayed with us for a long time. Narciso mm -hmm. Bernardo, of course, very okay. high respect for him. And his wife Rosa was always there in the games, you know. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, and um, uh, Jesse Suliano and um, Boy Marquez mm -hmm. and um, Joaquin Rojas. He was really fast. That guy was doing something else. He was really like a mouse running around, yeah. you know. Yeah. And he was <laughs> tall. He wasn't even tall, but he managed nice. to get skills, you know. Yeah, Jake Ross. And eventually, we had uh, somebody, uh, the people like um, Mariano Figuracion. Remember him? Yeah, yes. Mariano Figuracion. Yeah. Uh, one time, another CRISPA player transferred to us, uh, uh, Jimmy Javier, but he yeah. passed away. Danny Florencio. Danny Florencio. Yeah. Uh, we had even, uh, even Estoy Estrada went with, went to you for for yeah. the last year. Yeah. And Rudy Soriano. Yeah. Estoy Estrada. Oh. Estoy Estrada. And yeah. wait, another guy. Uh, well, there was Bebeng Martinez. There was Dalman. Yeah. Oh. Only Dalman. Yeah. Oliveros Talman. Pongi, Pongi Alolor. Oh, Pongi. Of course, yeah, we've, he's been on the show. He's been our guest also here already. Oh, yeah? What is he's he in Cal now? He's based in California. He's in California. Yeah. Okay, that's good, that's good. A lot of the old players are in, are in the States. They're all over. Yeah. So we've been able good. to reach them. Pongi. Pongi had a great season for you. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Papa also. Who? June Papa. June Papa. Ah, yes. June, June Papa. Papa. Yes, that's right. That's yeah, your the first two years. Susan Papa's brother. Susan Papa. Oh, okay. 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 Adriano Joy. Papa Junior. Adriano that's right. Papa. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. Joy Junisho Gen Rimpala, no? Played for... Yeah, uh, Joy Junisho came on board also somewhere along the way. How about the imports, ma'am? Do you remember them? Would anybody stand out There's to you? There's a guy by the name of Balani. Woodrow Balani. Woodrow Balani. Woodrow Balani. Balani. That's right, yeah. There's a lot of memorable yeah. names about Luke Dakula. Mm -hmm. Yes, he's still around. He's still, um, last year, he still called me, I think, you know. Uh, yeah, he's coaching, I think, man. Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. He's Dakula. Yeah, Dakula. Oh. But he Dator. changed the name, right? Uh, huh? Oh, Dator. He became Luke Dator later on. The change of Dator. name. Yeah. Yes, ma'am. Yeah, I think he, he legally changed his name, if, if that's what that's uh, I recall correctly. His mother's name is Tortor, and that's the reason why he decided to combine the, the Kula and Tortor to immediate uh, the Tor. Yeah. His middle name. Yeah, his middle name was Tortor. That was the Kula, so the Tor na lang yung ganun, naging yeah. family name niya. <laughs> Jimmy, Tag Jimmy Taguines din pala, no? Okay. Yeah, Taguines also went. Taguines also. So Taguines and Javier played together, the two Jimmys. How about the imports, ma'am? I, I saw them. Of course, you mentioned Billy Robinson kanina, but do you remember any of the oh, other imports? And there was uh, Mark Jamison. Mark do you Jameson. remember Mark Jamison? Uh, maybe in the 70s, ma'am. Cisco Oliver. Cisco, Cisco, yes. Cisco Oliver, yeah. Cisco I, think, Oliver. I think there are some photos that have them. Okay, look at the, let's look at the next yeah. photo, Aaron. What's the next photo? This is you in one of the huddles. Tony Torrente is there. Yeah, Tony Torrente. He was good. Was yeah, good. He, was, he was really good. Really fast. on the team. There was a lot of Yeah, he's going guard. That's why I mentioned earlier my father and, and even by Momar, Lauro Momar, he would go to uh, um, Cebu 
mm-hmm. and, and recruit from there. That's why these guys are from uh, either San Carlos or uh, University of Visayas or uh, Northwest. You know, uh, uh, no. Um, uh, What's the name of that university? I just mentioned it earlier. Southwestern. Uh, Southwestern. 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 That's right. Mm-hmm. Okay, so it's yeah, kind of that's, that's Jimmy Javier out there sitting down next to me, I think. Mm-hmm. And that's isn't that Junisho standing beside? Probably yes. Yeah. Junisho yeah. standing beside Miego. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it looks like Joy. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, it looks like that. Yeah. Oh, Number see, nine. That is, at least I still can remember. <laughs> wow, what's next, uh, Aaron? Let's go to the next one. <coughs> yeah, Nenama. Oh, yeah, Nenama. Yeah. That law, no? Miego and Eduke. Yeah. yeah. There's Mom Nikki. Of course, we, we, we're showing all these photos. So the, the fans are reminiscing as well. And of course, uh, trying to remember yeah. all the. Uh, all no, the, 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 the I, yeah, I just remember one of, one of the, the better imports also played for uh, James Robinson. James Robinson. That's right. He's a really good player. Mm-hmm. I remember him. Ma'am, question. Um, Tito Eduque used to coach for Mariwasa in 1977 when you went to uh, the finals against mm-hmm. Crespa. No? In 1983, you decided to bring in Eduque once more to handle the team. Was that your decision, ma'am? Or uh, pre- personal preference you po Or was it a collective decision by management? Actually, at that time, management... Um, well, I personally felt um, a great sense of respect for uh, Coach Tito Eduque. Mm-hmm. And um, I think, I think uh, at that time, parang alang-alang sa Mariwasa, you know, like that. Mm-hmm. I think Tito accepted to coach for us pro bono. Wow. Wow. Okay. Wow. We just got a little allowance. It wasn't like a real yeah. honest to goodness coach, you know what I mean? We just, yeah, you know, yeah. but I exactly. think he agreed to, 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 he offered to, to do pro bono for us. Wow, that's, ano, huh? Bagoyan, bagoyan, that's new uh, info. <laughs> that's why, you know, every time they say, in the, many schools, in fact, even our mm-hmm. school, a lot, a lot of uh, our officers maybe, or maybe even stockholders, who knows, you know, they, they would say na, gastos lang yan eh. Mm-hmm. To me, it's not gastos lang. There are students who really thrive because of sports, and they do very well in school because they're in sports. So it's not because of money. Because compare lang ang pinag-usapan wala na sa amin si Remsi Bahar at sinapdagdagan. Compare lang pinag-usapan matagal nang wala sa amin yan. Matagal na. But they are there. So it means that there's that they, they, they feel a sense of loyalty, they feel a sense yeah. of um, yeah. respect. They, they, they like maybe the, the way they, they can do things in school, you know, the way they can run and manage yeah. and train, you know. And so um, there's that. And you, you to give them the opportunity to grow as well, you know. Right. Um, yeah. And I think that um, the school spirit can easily be developed further because you have a team, yeah, there's something to rally behind. You know, um, so it's not always money. Some of the highest funded teams will not perform as expected. That's true. You know, That's true. We see so that every day. It's not just money. And Coach Napdagdagan is is watching, by the way. So oh, Coach Francie also. Coach Francie also is watching. 
And another you one. Get them to, to talk on your show because they Jen have Valdez, experience, especially how to do it in schools. It's different. Huh? Running a professional team is different from running a school team. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Iba yung dynamics niya. Agree, agree. But completely different. What's next and, uh, on, the, on the slide show? Okay. Oh, that's with Mariano Yeko. Yeah. Yes. After Leo Prieto passed. Yes. Oh, okay. The one with the necktie. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. yes. I see Jimmy Avier on the left, and then Tito yes. Eduque. And who's the fellow on the right? Do you do you recall? Because he's in a lot of the pictures yes. that you. His, his name is Sunny Hill. He was our like liaison guy, you know. Okay. He was okay. like, like, a, like my dad's, um, you know, like uh, companion whenever they, they have to be with the team or go somewhere mm-hmm. like that. He was Sunny Hill was just always there. Is he so, is he still around, Sunny Sunny Hill? I haven't seen him mm-hmm. in a long while. Mm-hmm. No, I was just thinking you might be the only surviving uh, personality from this photo. Uh, yes, pretty much. Jim, Jim, Jimmy Avier, Tito yeah. Eduque, Mariano Yenko, they're all, they've all left us already. I, I'm not, I don't know about Sunny. I really have not heard much about him. Yeah. So, do, you, do you recall what this meeting was about? And where this is? It would look like a press conference. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm, yeah, I, I think it's a press conference. Mm. Maybe it was um, when we when we already formed um, Gallery Dominic, maybe mm-hmm. because before that it was Leo Prieto. That's right. So maybe at this time it was already because um, it's already me. Eh? If it was if it was before if, when when my dad was still active, I would never sit right, in this right. form in yeah. this manner mm-hmm. in a uh, in a basketball meeting. I was purely spectator. You know, in, in your bio, uh, if you if we Google your name and it comes out on, on Wikipedia or whatever, it says that in 1983, you were the vice president of the PBA. Did, yes. Is that, is that right? You, so you were the VP. The president of the PBA at the time was Tommy Manotok, right? No, I can't. Yeah, I think so. I think it was no. Tommy. And then, was it Tommy? Oh, as a commissioner, she, until 83, the commissioner was, was Leo Prieto, if I'm not mistaken, that's, right? That's right, that's right. Then pumasok na si Yenko, Colonel Yenko came in after. But uh, yeah, but I was just, I was just curious, what were, your, what were your functions as VP of the PBA, man? Well, not much really, because um, at, that, at that time, um, we would meet not too often. Mm-hmm. And um, basically, it was like at the beginning of the year, you know, like that. And the commissioner really was the one calling most of the shots. Mm-hmm. And at the time when, um, when at the time when uh, Leo was the commissioner, um, Commissioner Prieto was commissioner. You know, there were that many. I I don't recall that many controversies. Mm-hmm. Anyway, and when and when Colonel Yanko came in. Um, I was really very busy already because Gallery Dominic was just, you know, forming and then we were uh, busy trying to get the act together. It was really tough. Mm-hmm. Then eventually my, my father passed on, so yeah. it wasn't much, much to do with the operations in itself. What and sure was, was June Bernardino, by the way, so he was yeah. the one doing both of the work. It wasn't really yeah. us. You know, right. he would call us. He would call me and ask if I thought this was okay or that was okay. You know, like that. But not anymore to be doing the yeah. day-to-day matters. 
Yeah, I think June Bernardino was executive secretary of the PBA at that time. Ma'am, what's your relationship like with Colonel Yenko and Leo Prieto? How close were you uh, with them? With whom? Uh, with Colonel Yenko and Leo Prieto, ma'am. Um, Leo Prieto, because um, of the relationship he had with my father, mm -hmm. I was much closer with um, uh, Commissioner Prieto. Every time, he, for example, every time he would go hunting, like for snipes, he would always send me Adobo snipes. <laughs> wow. wow. Okay. And, and, and up to now, like um, his daughter, Mary Lou, mm -hmm. and I, we still travel together. Well, the la not this last year, but the last time we traveled together was we went to Antarctica in, I think, February or January of um, 2000. Well, I'll get my dates wrong. 19. Okay. Mm -hmm. So then, then you're probably the first person I've ever spoken to who's yeah. gone to Antarctica. Exactly. <laughs> you're probably, you're probably the first person I've spoken to who's gone to Antarctica. Oh, yeah, that's fantastic. I've never spoken to anybody else. That's great. <laughs> this is a party. This is a party with, with some players. Joy Jonisho, I think, is behind you, no? Uh, yeah. Steve Watson. I'm curious. Why, why is Steve Watson with you? That's Dalman. Which was the other one? Ah, the at one the in the, the striped shirt? At the back, no. A striped shirt is Joy Jonisho, oh, is yeah, it? Joy Jonisho, right. Right. yeah. The Dalman is the, the, the taller one. That's Steve Watson, yeah, on the right. Yeah, well, what was he doing? But, but Steve never played for you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> why, why was yeah. Steve Watson there? Yes, this is one of the dinners that we had. I mean, we invited anybody. Everybody was there. Okay. Uh, okay. I'm going to say, si Steve, yeah, si Steve, nagpapakyut lang yan. Yeah, Jesse Suliano. Suliano. And who's the other? I'm sorry, man. No, 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 no. That's not Javier. That's maybe Balani. Yeah, yeah, Balani. That's Balani. That's Woodrow Balani. That's right. Yeah, Balani. They remember the fashion before they opened their shirts until down here. Yeah, I know because last week we had a we had a show tribute to Joe Cantada. Joe Cantada's shirts were also like that. Yeah, but you see, look at how fashion changes, huh? This time everybody was wearing tight fitting. After that, everybody was wearing four sizes bigger. Yeah, baggy, naging baggy naman. Up to the knees, the t-shirts were down to the knees. Look at them before. Was this your house, ma'am? Yes, in Wakwak. Okay. Mm, okay, okay. So it's a team party. Okay, next photo. Nakatawa yung mga... Yeah, oh, ito, look at this. You're involved in that in that discussion, ma'am. That's Tony Torrente. And that is Martinez. Is that Martinez? No. Monico? Bebeng. Bebeng Martinez, oh. yeah. Mm -mm. Is it? No. Siya yan, no? That's him. No, 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 no. no. You're giving instructions, ma'am. Ano kaya dito? I don't know. He has to position himself better, you know, the centers. You know, because at this time, I think, I'm just I'm just trying to recall, at this time, um, Vicente is a very, very tall player. Mm -hmm. And it's hard to navigate tall players. It's hard. You're taller than everybody else. You're thinner. You're lankier. You're, you're, you're not as tall. And you're not the Filipino size. You know, you're not mm -hmm. the Filipino build. So it's not, it's not easy to, to, you know, be like pivoting around and, you know, doing whatever. You're too tall. Eh? You're very tall. 
maybe even you feel awkward yourself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The, the, the configuration, it's not, it's not, um, it wasn't, um, there were not that many tall, tall players. Juan mm-hmm. Fernandez was one, but Juan Fernandez came much later, maybe, you know, mm-hmm. or yeah. maybe at that time, you know. Hmm. So, I'm curious lang. Sige, I'm curious sige. lang, sinong, sinong paboritong player na kung pwede nyo pagalitan, papagalitan ninyo yung ganong, yung ganong klase? Well, I, I mean, I treated everybody the same. Okay. Really. <laughs> or you were frustrated with yung ganon. Every time when he makes a boo-boo inside the court, etc. Yung napapakamot na lang po kayo yung mga ganyan. Merong, or were there situations like that? Yeah, syempre, lahat. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone would have its own share of ano ba? <laughs> but, you know, I'll tell you what, as I mentioned earlier, you have yeah. to have ice in front at 45 degrees, 90 degrees, you know, 180 degrees. You have to have six pairs of ice as a mm-hmm. basketball player. Hindi mo nga alam eh, yung bola ba, padadaanin mo sa ilalim ng tuhod mo, ano? Anong gagawin mo? How do you dribble to get rid of this this other character who's who's trying to steal the ball from you? You know, are you gonna dribble in front of you and you're gonna step on the ball or the ball will hit your foot? I mean, mm-hmm. you, you have to calculate all of that and then you, you're getting distracted by everybody else, you know. Uh, I would I wouldn't be able to play more. I wouldn't be able to play. Yeah, I wish they could have mic'd up uh, like, like like what they do now in some games. They can put a mic on the manager or on the coach and we can hear what they're saying. I would have loved to know what, what Mom Nikki is telling these guys here. Okay, let's go to the next. Uh, yeah, I have a different yeah. question. Lang. Um, yeah, was there a, which player from other teams uh, would you have wanted to play for your team? Were there, were there any players that you, uh, you wanted to target? Uh, <laughs> I would have, I would have 24 players if I were allowed. Who would be number one on your target list? Who would you who, okay, who would you have wanted to get? Let's see, uh, at that time, uh, I'm not talking yeah. today. Uh, at that time. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, well, let me see. Um uh huh. Um Mariano, Jimmy Mariano was a good player, I thought. Um Jaworski was good, of course. <laughs> Freddie Webb was still around. I mean, he still has a sports show going now. It's really mm-hmm. good. A guy by the name of Kanent. Remember him? Rene Kanent. Rene Kanent, yeah. He's been he our good. guest already. He's but been our he guest. Martinez was, was good. Yeah, Martinez was good. Um, who else? From another team, let's say, um, from Toyota, right? Mm-hmm. Remember, right. Ray Cleofas? There, there were those guys from Ateneo, Cleofas? Yeah, Joy Cleofas, yeah. Francis are nice. Are nice. Are nice. Francis are nice. I would have wanted him on my team. <laughs> uh-huh. yeah, yeah. Yeah. Many others. Many, many others. They were really good guys too. Uh, Lucindo was good. Mm-hmm. Oh. Never. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Grabe, no? Okay. <laughs> 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 All right. I'm sorry. What's next? Next you are with, with Coach nice. Tito. Who's, who's the lady, ma'am, uh, with you? In oh, this she was my assistant manager. Her okay. name is Sara Dionisio. Her, she's the daughter of the PB Dionisio shooting. Uh, oh, oh, yeah. Right? Okay. So she's Jetro, Dionisio, yeah. But she's now in, uh, I think, Virginia or Washington, somewhere there. She's married already. Okay. okay. So this, I guess, you know, this is just for Lisa. Yeah, 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 yeah,
boys. Mm. That's why she's Arab Indonesian. Okay. But I guess it's separated. She's in the States now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think this was in Pangasinan, maybe where we played. I was I was going Asia. to ask you. This, this looks like it's out of town somewhere. Yeah, we had we had out of town games in Pangasinan. We had one in Taklob. I think Takloban, if and, not and Takloban. So, talaga, no? you, you really go. You would go yeah. almost all the time. You hardly miss the game. No, hardly. I was always there. Hands on, really. you know, I, I have a question. I, I, I hate to distinguish because I, I always think it doesn't matter if you're male or female or whatever, but I, I'm asking this question. Do you think there's any advantage to be a lady running a team as opposed to a, a man? Are there certain qualities or certain things that you pay attention to more than a guy would have probably? Well, I think one of the things that I um, insisted on was that after the game, they cannot run around the Coliseum in slippers or shorts or, you know, like that, sloppy. Yeah. Before and after the game, mm-hmm. they, have, they have to look, you know, um, professional. Because a lot of uh, kids watching see them and identify mm-hmm. with them. So they have to look, they have to dress properly. Mm-hmm. That's one thing, dress code. Oh. That's what. That's one thing. Yeah. Uh-huh. But how, how? But how did you do your team bondings? Did you have like uh, team buildings already? Dinners? Did you? You'd have yeah. um, dinners, outings, dinners, outings, yeah, things like this one. Um, yeah. And you would normally host them at your home, ma'am. Every now and then, yes. Okay. Okay. Right. Next photo, yeah. please. How many more, Baba? What's what's next? Oh, this is one. Then I we were telling me about. We were talking about this yesterday. Baby, the new man, who's fellow sitting beside him? June Bernardino. June Bernardino, exactly. I, I wasn't able to identify until you told me. That's that's a future commissioner. Huh? Imagine again commissioner and eventually. Yes, that's June Bernardino. Funny, he looks like somebody like Tom Jones. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, exactly. The leather jacket. My dad also had, had I know had uh, sideburns. Yeah. yeah. Maybe the Lupa, of course, is considered. That was a Crispa Mariwasa game. I, I'm not sure that was Gali. Yeah, maybe it's Gali Dominic game. Mm-hmm. Um, that, that was in the Gupan. Mm-hmm. Okay. Coach Baby D at the time, no? Yeah. Well, what do you remember about Coach Baby Delupan, ma'am? I mean, because he's been a he was a very colorful character. Oh yeah, really colorful character. <laughs> yeah. I remember he get really angry. Oh, yeah. At his, at voice. It's really at the temper, right? But he was a nice guy. Galit, galit yeah. See, we were all friends outside of the court. I mean, out, outside of the game, of course, I would always want to win against them and they would always want to win against us. But outside, right. we were pretty much okay. <laughs> yeah, but that photo of uh, the late June Bernardino, no? he has a trophy named after him, no? the All Filipino Championship, diba? Right? It's a June Bernardino yeah. trophy. Sid, no? Tama? I yeah. think so. Actually, we do better, we do better in uh, All Filipino conferences. Mm-hmm. I, I thought better in all Filipino conferences rather than in conferences where there would be imports because the imports that we get, you know, my father would go to the East Coast some most of the time and get from the CBA or, you know, or, or that. But 
Um, you see, we wouldn't really get the very, very good, good players because mm -hmm. uh, maybe there's a budgetary constraint. Right, right. Um, so it's not, hype is not always right. You know, mm -hmm. yeah. A lot of it is also discarded. A lot of it is a lot of discarded. Talaga. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Magaling naman ang Pinoy sa discarded. So in the old Filipino, we do a little better than uh -huh. a, a lot better than the normal league uh, conferences. What's next on the on the slideshow? Here's Leo Prieto. Oh, yeah. That's the opening. And the end. Yeah. They're the your mascots. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. That's my son Julian and my daughter Kimi. Mm -hmm. And how young were they at, at this time, ma'am? Well, if that's in 1983, 83, 83 ma'am. Is that 83? Julian must have been, but no, that's not 83. Eight, um, 83, man, that says Tito Eduque was your coach in 83. Oh, yeah, yeah. See, no, Di Miego is 82. Yeah, yeah. Tito's back, so that's 83. Yeah. Ah, okay. So, uh, Julian must have been 11. Mm -hmm. And, wow. uh, and, and Kimi was 6. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay, yeah. Uh. That you dress them up in those outfits and then they come out in front. <laughs> They go with us even in, in, in out of town games and out of town uh, activities. They'll be there. Oh, so they're involved. Oh, they knew what, what was going on. They knew what Bobby was busy with. Mm -hmm. Julian eventually became an athlete. He became an equestrian. That's right. right. That's right. Uh -huh. And Kimi was playing golf at one time. I'd like to thank Julian, by the way. You know that that's how we got in touch with you through my brother. My, he's a friend of my brother, so they were able to talk, and then that's how I got in oh, touch okay, with you. Okay, okay. <laughs> well, right now he's, he's all all head over heels over the the uh, San Francisco Warriors, right? Golden State, yeah. Golden State, Golden State Warriors, yeah. yeah. That's that's. He wears the Golden State cap, the Golden State T-shirt, the Golden State pajamas, the Golden State. <laughs> <laughs> you always had this nice. Uh, you always had this good fashion sense, ma'am. No, people are actually commenting now on the Facebook uh, feed. Uh, always, you dressed very, really well during the games, and then you were, you know, because everybody was always looking out to what's Mam Nikki gonna wear for this game. Mm. Parang, you were like Princess Diana or something like that. They look at no, what you're wearing no, no. every. <laughs> not, 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 not in that league. That's for sure. <laughs> I, just, I just always feel that when you dress up properly, it's like you show respect to others. Mm -hmm. yes. You know, you feel that this is worth your time. The persons or the people that, that see you, they're worth your time. The effort that you put into, you know, if you don't just wear a t shirt and that's it. You know, but that's important. Yeah. It always, it always because when and I talk to somebody and he's he or she is better dressed, you know, I always feel that the person shows respect. Mm -hmm. I mean, you, you you don't go to a wedding in 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 pajamas, right? Mm -hmm. So why, why why don't you, right? So, so it's like that. And um, well, at that time I wasn't even in I, I wasn't in politics, so mm -hmm. there, it was not it was not a political thing. Yeah. Right. You know, it wasn't, it wasn't anything pre-planned, but it was just a, a matter of showing respect. Especially Leo would always be in his barong, you know. That's right. And then and Colonel Yanko in his suit. You hardly see him. You hardly see him casual. So because he's already like that, 
that kind of like sets the stage, you know, sets right. sets sets the benchmark, and so oh, you, you just kind of um, reciprocate. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Next photo, please. This is recent. This is the opening of the CBA. Uh, yeah, yeah. And look at the characters: Orly Castello, uh, who just I think celebrated his birthday, and then yeah. see Turing Valenzona. Turing Valenzona. Turing Valenzona. Turing Valenzona. Oh, yeah, that's another good guy. That's another good guy I want on my team because that guy he really can blow the daylights out of everybody else. <laughs> and see Hill Cortez, who also played for Honda, no, in nineteen seventy-eight. Yeah. Yes. He was watching. He was one of the first. He was one of the first to comment. Yeah, yeah. That's Yo Yep, Yo Young. So these guys, well, three of these guys, four of these guys have been our guests already. Hill Cortez, Yo Young, Turing, and Seb Sarmenta. And now, ikaw si si Mam Nikki has been with us. So si Orlina lang hindi pa natin ang guest dito sa ating sa ating show. But yeah, here. So this was this was a like a parang. For you, you came back, no? After many years of not, siguro, watching the games or whatever, they invited you back for this occasion, the opening I ceremony. Was, I, was I was back sometime a few years before this. Okay. There was another, there. No, and whenever, they invite, whenever they invite me I, and I'm available, I, I will always go back to the PBA. I have very, very best memories, you know, of those years. And you know, you I know the players, huh? Galen. When we were I talking, you know the players. Yeah, I learned my basics in basketball, even from Ed Ocampo. Mm -hmm. You know, I remember we'd be in the peninsula until two or three o'clock in the morning in the lobby, and we were he was teaching me about you know we had peanuts that were um, I either you know open or closed for the dark and the light team, right? Mm -hmm. And so he would tell me the placement, the place, the this and that to help me understand all these things. I I, I learned from them. <laughs> and, uh, and Tito Ray, remember Tito Ray? Yeah, of course. Mm. A, uh, restaurant offering mm. Bautista yeah. in, uh, in, uh, in front of Don Bosco somewhere there. Mm. Yeah. They used to they used to talk about Tito Ray on the PBA coverage, but after a while they start talking about Donya Neanas naman. After mm -hmm. after Tito Ray, naging Donya Neanas naman yung oh, yeah. yung Donya Neanas. Tito Ray nabutan yung Donya Neanas. Nandun ako Tito Ray. Oh, nga, mga 80, maka 85, 86 na siguro yung Doña Nenas yeah. na I remember. Yeah. yeah. Uh, about that. After, my father, after my father passed, um, it was very, very hard for me to go back to, to, to the PBA basketball. It, was, it took quite some time before, you know. Yeah. That's why I know very few of them from after that period. Except, you know, like like Alvin Patrimonio because I, I still saw it, see him, you know. After that, mm -hmm. so, but you are pretty much in touch with a lot of sports, parin until now because of your school and all, and all of that. So even basketball, you 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 know about about that. When you were, you know, I mean, we don't going to talk much about it. But during your stint as a as a legislator, did you ever head any of the sports uh, committees or whatever? Or, or no, you know, I think Freddie Webb headed it. Okay, I think it was Freddie Webb. Yeah, yeah. And uh, at that time. Um, the, the the scope of work was so much broader. Mm -hmm. I could not confine it just to sports. Yeah. In fact, the time when I was involved in sports, I was also involved in art. You know, it's just that you become more visible because this is a more uh, this this takes a lot of a lot more coverage than art. You know, in in the country. So, yeah. Okay. 
Well, that's great. No, so well, at least you're still involved, and then we we know that your school has been breeding, uh, you know, potential medalists for our country in different disciplines, and then you know that's something to brag about right now. We're about to end, of course. So we've been keeping you ready for almost two hours, man. But I have this uh, I have this thing called X's or O's. I'm gonna give you a bunch of choices. You just tell me which you choose. You don't have to tell me why. You just choose when I give you the choice. We'll go through it right now, ma'am. Okay. The XSROs. Jesse Soliano or Luke Nakula? I'll make a choice. Jesse Soliano. Yeah. Jesse Soliano. Okay. Ed, uh, wait, Tito Eduque or Big Boy Reynoso? How, how far? <laughs> um, Tito Eduque. Ma kasi. Oh, Tito Eduque. Okay. How about uh, the imports? I don't know if you remember them. Paul Marigny or Jeff Randall? I don't remember them. Okay. Yeah. How about uh, June Papa or Jake Rojas? Oh, what a choice. Both. Both, okay. <laughs> pwede, pwede, pwede yun. Pwede. We allow that. Epoy Alcantara or Jenny Lucindo? Jenny Lucindo. Okay, Lucindo. Mm -hmm. Mani Chan or Sani Ko? I don't know. I don't no, remember no, them. Okay, okay. No uh, memory. Danny Florencio or Estoy Estrada? Kirap naman! <laughs> <laughs> that, that's what it's all about. That's what the XSROs is all about. It's choices, tough choices. Tough choices? Uh, Estoy Estrada or Danny Florencio? Uh -huh. Depends on what. <laughs> Danny Florencio. Nani Florencio, okay. Mm -hmm. oh, how about uh, how important? I don't know if you remember them. Larry Fogel or Don Robinson? Larry Fogel. Larry Fogel. Okay. Mm -hmm. How about Red Vicente? Anything Vicente or Benji Poblete? Oh my God. Vicente or Poblete? Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. mm. That's tough. They're both the same. They're both the same. Same, same. Equal, equal. Tied. Tied ball game. Okay. Torrente or Balani? I think Torrente. Okay. Torrente. Mm -hmm. Okay. Nonoy Dalman or Ponky Alolor? The same. Same. The same. Okay. I'm thinking I'm thinking of good shots and good plays and headaches equal time. <laughs> equal, equal. Pongki, ati pongki, sakit pa ulo. Pongki, wag ka magalit sa akin. Ayaw kayo talaga, ayaw kayo. How about this one? Chris Park, Toyota. I think Toyota. Toyota, okay. Jaworski or Fernando? Take a huh? oh. The worst or Fernandez? Hard not to make these kinds of decisions. Oh my God. <laughs> it was hard to come up with the choices as well for us. No, but you know, but they're different. Huh? They're, I mean, that's they're different, but they're the same. I mean, you know. Yeah. yeah. Um, you, know, you cannot compare what apples and oranges. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Both, the same. So both, both, okay. This one, uh, I think I know your answer for this. Prieto or Yenko? 
I have I had a closer relationship with Leo Prieto, yes. Yeah, yeah, okay. I have very little, little experience with Commissioner Yanko. Yeah. I mean politics or sports. Do I want to get into politics or sports? Neither. 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 I'm just a spectator watching from the sidelines. Sometimes <laughs> under the goal and sometimes in the technical committee's desk. <laughs> uh -huh. Yeah, yeah, and fighting with referees also after the game. <laughs> yeah, and then the last one. This is the most important one for all our guests. This this next question we ask it to all our guests, and this is the most important one: Vilma or Nora? Oh my gosh! <laughs> Vilma or Nora? And then Vilma is leading in the tally, no? So far, we've asked about fifteen of our guests. Vilma is leading over Nora. But it's, again, like it's apples and oranges. They're not the same. They're, 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 they're different. I, 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 even the characterization is different. But they all have very strong, uh, strong uh, <laughs> yeah. but, so, so you're neither a Noranjan or a Vilmanian? No, I think I'm a fan of both, actually. Yeah, a fan of both. Okay, okay. It's a tie. Okay. That's the third or fourth tie we've had. See, Hill Cortez was a tie also for Hill Cortez, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that time. Okay, that's it. That's XSROs. That's XSROs for this episode. Uh, Jay, you have something? Yeah, um, I, I'm asking this for Noel, no? Um, Ma'am, you've been in the limelight for 40 plus years already, no? Whether as a sports personality or as a politician. How would you like people to remember you, first as a sports person or a sportswoman, and second as a politician? What kind of legacy would you like to leave behind for them or for us? Sports? Sports and politics. Mm -hmm. um, well, as legacy, I, I did, I mean, I went all out for sports. Mm -hmm. I went all out for sports. Um, rightly or wrongly, I did. Yeah. Mm -hmm. As a politician, as a politician, yes, I never held back. As a politician, I said what I wanted to say and um, paid the price for it. And it's all right. It's all right. It would, it, it would have been worse if I, if I held back because then I would have regretted it for the rest of my life. So I said what I wanted to say and I only said what, what was true. What was true, that's all. You know, and it, it, it didn't matter who got hit. Yeah. So, because it was all true. And, and I think the evidence is that nobody sued, came back and sued me for libel, or nobody came back and called me a liar. They can call me all kinds of names, except yeah. they never call me a liar. Yeah, yeah. Mom, are you considering going back to politics? No. Not anymore. Okay. No. That was easy to answer. <laughs> yeah. I mean, now, unless, nowadays. unless I get, unless a lightning strikes me like three inches away, maybe. See, <laughs> <laughs> uh, my question usually for our guests is, uh, um, who were your five, you know, favorite players back then? If you Why could make I a list. Five. I can't choose five. Like I said, striking five. Eh? It's like. You know, like a, 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 a yes. Oh uh, 
That will exclude so many other people. Siguro <laughs> <laughs> the first five that come to your mind, those those must be the ones yeah. that are that such no, stuff. No, not necessarily. Not necessarily. <laughs> Uh, no, because it, to, to come up with the first five, I think you really have to think a lot, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I think Juan Fernandez would always be my first five. Mm-hmm. One of the first five. Same, same. Um, okay. uh, I don't even know if they can blend together because of the age group. I'm just thinking of five <laughs> players. He's constantly thinking about blending. manager talaga. manager talaga. The same age group, Well, um, I'd say um, Martinez, uh, okay. maybe, um, maybe I don't know. Uh, okay. Okay. That's three. Um, well, how many more? I need more guards, right? Yeah, two more. <laughs> I, already have, I, mean, I already have two tall guys. One shooter, two, two shooters, one guy. <laughs> um, what else? Mm. Well, among your former players, maybe you'd like to include, aside from Uh Well, aside from who? Oh, Martinez. Yeah, you um, mentioned him there. But... The player I like. I like Jake <laughs> Rojas. I like Jake Rojas. Rojas, okay. Jake Rojas. Jake Rojas. And one more. One more. I don't know if I'm, I'm too many topic people already. <laughs> so you got really okay, topic How about Billy Robinson? Yeah, there you where go. There you go. That's your five right there. Robinson, yeah. Mar- Fernandez, Martinez, Cole, and Ross. <laughs> I don't know. Magulo na yan. Masyado magulo yan. That's a bad coach. That's a bad coach. <laughs> That's pretty solid. That's pretty solid. Yeah, it is. Can, can play multiple positions. So That's right. That's yeah, right. they have to, I guess. I mean... That's five loving. You give me 25. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Ma'am, you've had uh, such a long career, no, in, in, in sports and all of that. You're part of the PBA family, uh, made a mark, you know, you trailblazed as the first lady owner and manager, then in politics as well. I'm sure there's a lot of people that that uh, you know assisted you along the way, maybe helped you out. And I know a lot of your friends are watching this episode because you you told them that you were gonna be on the show and and they did comment on our page and all of that. So if you have any message or if anyone you'd like to acknowledge or to thank or you just want to greet them right now, now's the time. Well, um, before I greet the ones that I still am in touch with, mm-hmm. I'd like to mention a number, I mean to say, not, that doesn't have to go by name, no, but quite a number have passed on mm-hmm. in the world of basketball, in the world of sports, you know. The latest, the latest one being Susan Papa. But um, all throughout my uh, involvement in sports, friends and relatives have somehow, you know, come in and appreciated the kind of work that we do. Um, now that I'm involved in school, our coaches, for example, I mentioned already, Lancey uh, Bahar, who's our athletic director, and uh, Coach Nakdagdagan, who's in charge of Taekwondo. And all the other uh, sports coaches that they've come in and uh, come and gone in the school, 
um, you know, I give them a lot of credit. My friends who have been very supportive, uh, I, I appreciate that a lot. Um, quite a number have, um, in one manner, shape, or form, um, contributed financially so that um, our school programs can, can, can move on. Yeah. And, um, well, some of whom, those that I can, you know, easily run off right now, people like Joe Marie Chan, for example, I, I appreciate the kind of help that he, he has given our school for sports. Uh, Big Boy C, by the way, condolences to his family because he's yes, just yes. lost his daughter. Um, there's Johnny Hernandez of Victory Liner. There's um, Jerry's Grill, um, Jerome Mo of Jerry's Grill, who's been our partner in, in the basket in basketball. Remember our, our school, we have in our school we have five basketball teams. For a small school like ours, because we have the seniors, the college team, we have the high school senior team, the high school junior team, the aspirants team, well, and the midgets, the midgets, right. and the mini midgets. You know, <laughs> really right, so right, you can right. it's, and, and, and on our own, we could not really have um, survived if not for the help of, of these very well-meaning people. Um, I, I also uh, appreciate the, the cooperation of um, everyone who is in the sports world who acknowledges what we're doing. Um, as far as um, swimming is concerned, we've, we've also had um, Susan and her brother, um, uh, Alex Papa, who you know, helped us a lot too in, 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 in all these endeavors. And um, let me see. Yeah, I mean, off the top, I didn't make a list, you know, like that. <laughs> I, I, know, I know that um, everyone out there has been at some point in time supportive of us. Mm -hmm. We wouldn't have been this successful then and now if mm -hmm. not for the fans out there who, who rallied behind our players, our coaches, uh, you know, everyone, the trainers, etc. My father, my father's friends, they're, they're all there and, and I will not forget. Mm -hmm. Great. Wow. Well, what an episode this is. No? It's simply a first you know, for AOB, and we'd like to thank uh, Senator Nikki Cosetting for joining us for this. You know, it's International Women's Month. Bango matapos yan, at least we were able to uh, show some women empowerment. Let's look at Sid. Come on. Show your shirt to the screen. Huh? Yeah. We men support women. Huh? So that yeah. means that every day is Women's Day, not just March. All yes. the time. Five days a year. That's right. That's right. <laughs> yeah, I hope everyone has a um, restful and a meaningful Holy Week ahead. Mm -hmm. I hope that this pandemic is not going to separate us into different worlds. I mean, the beyond and here. Um, mm -hmm. Stay safe for everyone. I, as I always say, we're all not in the same boat, but we're all in the same tsunami. So we really just all have to watch out for ourselves. Nobody's going to watch out for us. Uh, don't count on your barangay or government or whatever. You're really on your own henceforth. And it's not going to get any easier and it's not going to get better. 
before it gets worse. I mean, or it will get worse before it gets better. That's right. So, mm -hmm. yeah. I thank you for inviting me for for coming for for. Thank you. For, our pleasure, definitely. Yeah, thank you so much for, for accepting our invitation. Yeah. <laughs> always nice to look back. Always nice to look back. So, galing ha? Galing na ang episode nito. Episode 74 ng AOB is now in the books as uh, Senator Coseteng said. Uh, have a restful Holy Week, everybody. And then uh, I know we're supposed to stay home anyway, so you'll have a peaceful and restful uh, next few days. Uh, hopefully, wag mag masyado mag-lockdown, walang panic buying, whatever na mangyayari rito. But... Uh, Sana makapagpahinga lahat. Uh, and then AOB will also be taking a break next Saturday, Black Saturday. We will take a break. Wala mo ng episode ng AOB. We'll be back with episode 75 the week after that. And we will announce who our guest will be on our Facebook page as usual. Keep following us. We'd like to thank all our followers. We love you. And you're always supportive of our episodes. Of course, I'm sure you had fun today with Senator Coseteng. On behalf of Jay Mercado, pinch hitting for Noel Zarate. Our condolences, by the way, to Noel Zarate's yes. family. His mother-in-law passed away the other day. That's why he's not with us today. Thanks, Jake, for, for pinch-hitting once again. Sid Ventura, ang aking partner once again. Ako naman po si Charlie Kuna uh, para sa AOB. Nagpapasalamat sa inyong lahat, sa inyong pagtangkilik at lagi panunood sa aming programa. Munting kwentuhan tungkol sa basketball at iba pa dito sa AOB. Thank you, Senator Coseteng. We are now Thank signing you, off. AOB 74 is in the books. Ingat po kayong lahat and uh, you, God bless you all this whole week. Bye, ma'am. Thank Bye, you so much. Bye. That concludes this episode of An Eternity of Basketball. As a reminder for this show and others like it and projects like it, go to globallyballin.com as well as follow Globally Ballin on all social media, including facebook.com slash globallyballin, Twitter at globallyballin, and Instagram. You can also follow this show directly 
at an eternity of basketball on Instagram or Facebook.com slash an eternity of basketball. Thank you, and make sure to catch next week's episode.